Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the... Course in Miracles, Lesson 78. Man, this is moving right along this year. 2023 is really just moving right along, isn't it? I hope you're having a good 2023, by the way. It seems to be better than 2022 and 2021 and definitely 2020. Can you believe what happened just about three years ago? That was bizarre. That whole situation was bizarre. Talk about people disconnected from source. Talk about just the amazing dance that egos can do with one another. And yeah, who knows? I ultimately, I actually found a lot of refuge in um, Kundalini Yoga and The Course in Miracles also. Um, I did, I definitely got hooked though. There was a bit of a, there was a bit of a trance. I was under a specific type of trance. There were, there were different people under different types of Different people were under different types of trances during that whole debacle. And really just interesting to look back on the whole thing and just go, wow, that was insane, was it? Was it not? I think I talked about it in my other podcast, the Magic Pisces podcast, where I, I met, I went out on a date with two, I went out on two dates at two different times just off of Bumble, two Bumble dates at two different times with two different women who worked in the, uh, who, who were on the front lines in hospitals during the first wave of COVID. And one of them told me that the rumors were entirely true about having to cool down hospital units using the air conditioner to create makeshift morgues for the dying COVID patient or, or patients, um, that that was messed up to hear. And there was this other person who went on, she was at the, on the absolute front lines of the entire thing in New York City during the initial wave as an, I, I believe it was like an ICU nurse or a, she was like the highest level of nurse that a nurse can be before like being a doctor, before going to medical school. And, and the things that she witnessed were, she just said that it was it was basically like genocidal caliber death numbers, you know, like it was just there was just death everywhere. And that initial covid wave was no joke. So I'm glad that we've gotten through it. And again, I sought refuge in Course in Miracles during that time, although my ego definitely got the best of me at other times or what throughout that time. I will admit that. Um and I think I mentioned, I did, I, I think I mentioned on this podcast that I was at a recovery meeting the other night and this, this guy was talking about how he can go, the world is crazy and the world is insane and you can't, you know, the world is almost too much to keep up with and there are all these influencers on the world, in the world and there are all these people being influenced and there's, you know, texts and emails and music playing all through our phone at all times and when he steps into a recovery room, he gets to hear the peace of God, basically, the truth. And that's a beautiful thing to have access to, is the truth and the peace of God. And this course is very, very 
profound in its ability to deliver the peace of God to those who adhere to its principles in, in the, I don't want to say in the strictest way, but in, in it, it, adhere to its principles in the best way that they can or to the best of their ability or, or to really commit to it. I had an experience at a, like a, I was riding my electric skateboard in the woods and my, my one wheel it's called in the woods. And I was sitting over this, I was sitting on this bluff overlooking the town of Encinitas, California. And I was going over the lesson of the day for yesterday. This would be, I am entitled to miracles. And I just let that lesson really sink in. And then I identified three or four key places in my life where just bad thinking is running the show. There's some deep remorse over some stuff that literally, literally happened almost 30 years ago, at least 25 years ago. I'm just stewing on this thing that I said at this party that I should not have said. That was a stupid thing to say, but I'm beating myself up for it 30 years later. I took that straight to the lesson, 70, to lesson 77, I am entitled to miracles. It said in that lesson, you'll know, it basically says in lesson 77, you'll know where you need to apply this lesson. It'll be obvious to you where you need to apply these lessons or in what, what the specific things in your life are that, these, that this lesson needs application regarding. And that was certainly one of them, beating myself up for some crazy stuff from the 90s, like 97, I want to say, maybe 98, which is 25 solid years ago, a quarter of a century ago, still beating myself up. And it was my crazy ego that got me all wrapped up in that nonsense in the first place. Stay away from drugs, ladies and gentlemen. Do not do drugs. So without further ado, why don't we move into lesson 78? Let miracles replace all grievances. Perhaps it is not quite clear to you that each decision that you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. So again, quick review. There's a lot of grievance stuff here. And as I've mentioned in the other uh, or in the 12-step world, it's, it's said that, that resentment is basically deadly for an alcoholic because if a, an alcoholic doesn't learn how to get over their resentments, they will eventually drink again and they will die. So this grievance stuff is no joke. Each grievance stands like a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. And as you raise it up before your eyes, you will not see the miracle beyond. Yet all the while it waits for you in light, but to behold your grievances instead. Today we go beyond the grievances to look upon the miracle instead. We will reverse the way you see by not allowing sight to stop before it sees. We will not wait before the shield of hate, but lay it down and gently lift our eyes in silence to behold the Son of God. We will not wait before the shield of hate, but lay it down and gently lift our eyes in silence to behold the Son of God. He waits for you behind your grievances, and as you lay them down, he will appear in shining light where each one stood before. I'm getting an image of like Jesus right there, like Jesus with this radiant light behind him. For every grievance is a block to sight, and as it lifts you. For every grievance is a block 
to sight. And as it lifts, you see the Son of God where he has always been. He stands in light, but you were in dark. Each grievance made the darkness deeper, and you could not see. So just think of the power of your grievances, the power of your resentments, the power that being angry at someone has, the, the power that being angry at someone it can have over you. It's really, really disturbing when you think about it. And so he waits for you behind your grievances, right? And as you lay them down, he will appear in shining light where each one stood before. I believe that that is, yeah, that's referring to the son of God. So I believe that that means just like your brother. I just had an image of Jesus there. Give me one second. Sorry, I had to adjust the recording there. Today we will attempt to see God's son. We will not let ourselves be blind to him. We will not look upon our grievances. So is the seeing of the world reversed as we look out toward truth away from fear. We will select one person you have used as target for your grievances and lay the grievances aside and look at him. Someone perhaps you fear or even hate. Someone you think you love who angered you. Someone who you call a friend, but whom you see as difficult at times or hard to please, demanding, irritating, or untrue to the ideal he should accept as his, according to the role you set for him. You know the one to choose. His name has crossed your mind already. He will be the one to whom we ask God's son be shown to you. Through seeing him behind the grievances you have held against him, you will learn that what lay hidden while you saw him not is there in everyone and can be seen. So what was hidden when you did not see him, you weren't seeing the real him, what was hidden was the light of God. He who was enemy, he who was enemy is more than friend when he is freed to take the holy role the Holy Spirit has assigned to him. Let him be savior unto you today. Such is his role in God, your father's plan. So take a moment right now. Think of that person you just, whose guts you freaking hate. Picture them. Call them forth into your consciousness right now in this moment. I don't know. Uh, it could be, you know, President Trump, uh, former President Trump. It could be, um, I don't think that people you don't personally know are necessarily the most powerful people to use in this particular exercise, but that's just my opinion or my assertion. Our, longest our longer practice periods today will see him in this role. You will attempt to hold him in your mind first as you now consider him. You, like you lying, stinking piece of, you know, X, Y, or Z, or you overly, or you overly perfectionistic, you know, sibling who always held that over me and whom I had resentments for since the time I was two, that person, whomever it is for you. You, re you will review his faults, the difficulties that you have had with him, the pain he caused you, his neglect, and all the little and the larger hurts he gave. You will regard his body with its flaws and better points as well, and you will think of his mistakes and even of his quote-unquote sins. 
Then let us ask of him who knows this Son of God in his reality and truth, that we may look on him a different way and see our Savior shining in the light of true forgiveness given unto us. We ask him in the holy name of God and of his Son as holy as himself. This is a great prayer. Let me behold my Savior in this one you have appointed as the one for me to ask to lead me to the holy light in which he stands, that I may join with him. So as soon as you you get present to this person, you think of all the things that they did, and you think about everything that you possibly can. You think about how much you hate them and exactly what for and why, etc., And you really get present to all that hatred, and then you become willing to move beyond it and ask of him who knows this son of God in his reality and truth, that you may look upon him differently and see the Savior shining in the light of true forgiveness given unto us. So you get really present to that person, all the shit they've done to you for your whole freaking life, and the person broke my heart, and they took the kids and they took the house and they screwed me over forever and ever and ever and I'll never get over it. That person, right? And then you become willing to forgive them and you just say the prayer. I'll read it again. Let me behold my Savior in this one you have appointed as the one for me to ask to lead me to the holy light in which he stands that I may join with him. The body's eyes are closed And as you think of him who grieved you, let your mind be shown the light in him beyond your grievances. What you have asked for cannot be denied. Your Savior has been waiting long for this. He would be free and make his freedom yours. The Holy Spirit leans from him to you, seeing no separation in God's Son. And what you see through him will free you both. Be very quiet now and look upon your shining Savior. So this person you hate is your Savior. No dark grievances obscure the sight in him. You have allowed the Holy Spirit to express through him the role God gave him that you might be saved. So you are taking your place in the atonement by forgiving this human being. God thanks you for these quiet times today in which you laid your images aside and looked upon the miracle of love the Holy Spirit showed you in their place. The world of heaven join in thanking the world of heaven and the world and heaven join in thanking you for not one thought of God but must rejoice as you are saved and all the world with you. We will remember this throughout the day and take the role assigned to us as part of God's salvation plan and not our own. So my only God's plan for salvation will work. That was four, five, six lessons ago, maybe. Temptation falls away when we allow each one we meet to save us and refuse to hide his light behind our grievances. To everyone you meet, And to the ones you think of or remember from the past, allow the role of Savior to be given that you may share it with him. For you both and all the sightless ones as well, we pray, let miracles replace all grievances. So consider 
that when you're forgiving that person, there are aspects of yourself that you harbor subconscious guilt around that you are releasing yourself from in this powerful act of forgiveness. Lesson 78, let miracles replace all grievances. Go out into the world, rock some miracles, be your wonderful, amazing, miraculous self. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Course in Miracles podcast, and I will catch up with you next time. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants. They beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came. One by your bedside I hope it gets you to heaven one day I